He's got connections. From actors and athletes to comedians and world-class musicians. Andy Hall. His contact list is jam-packed with some of the most recognizable names in entertainment. And every week, Andy Hall's bringing them to you on the Laser Airwaves. This week in Andy's Hall Pass. The first of two this week, a conversation with rock and roll comedian and former co-host of VH1's That Metal Show, Mr. Don Jameson, courtesy of Time Out Bar and Arcade, downtown Ames, the next level of arcade. Hey, what's up there, rocker? How are you, my friend? Doing great, doing great. Good to be talking with you today. Same to you. I uh, was entertained here for the last five minutes or so, watching some rando vagrant downtown Des Moines taking a leak in my sculpture garden right across the street, so it's been fun. Oh, okay. I'm glad things are... uh looking up out there he didn't even bother to like go behind one of the sculptures he was just like right out in front of the sidewalk just whipped out the wang and went at it well this is uh this is the bizarre world that we live in nowadays andy and that you know luckily you know i have a a place to get rid of my rage and you know that's uh when i go on stage and talk about uh this crazy world that we live in so i have somewhere to leave my anger and i save a lot of money on therapy (laughs) <laughs> Amidst a steady diet of tour dates and rock and roll cruises, the longtime co-host of VH1 Classics, That Metal Show, and current host of That Jameson Show, somehow found time to put out his fourth comedy album, Denim and Laughter, which came out a couple short weeks ago on Metal Blade Records. It's a really interesting concept for this one, but I actually want to start with the title and the cover art, which Metalhead should recognize, Don. Right. So it's a, it's a, um, a parody of um, the band Saxon and their classic album, denim and leather and uh, but it's also sort of describes me you know i'm a jeans and t-shirt kind of guy so hence you know the denim part and then hopefully uh the laughter part uh, follows if you come see me live <laughs> fingers crossed sure uh, you know like you i grew up in the album era and to this day make purchases on occasion because of an album cover back in the day that was pretty commonplace especially for a young metalhead that couldn't you know necessarily rely on radio for a lot of these bands we were into so the album cover really catches your eye still yeah and then the saxon reference is probably a little deep for most people but the fun thing with all my albums is I always do a parody of some of my favorite hard rock and metal bands. And so for the, for the people who get it, it's an extra, you know, you get a bonus laugh out of it. But for people who don't, um, I always say, you know, you don't have to be into hard rock and metal to enjoy my comedy. You just have to like comedy with a rock and roll attitude. Any of those uh, Metallica albums in the 80s, Van Halen's 1984 comes to mind, Maiden's Power Slave, those were among some of my favorites, but I have to say, none of them grabbed me like ACDC's live album, If You Want Blood, You've Got It. Well, still a classic to this day, and they just had um, Bon Scott Day in Australia. 100,000 people came out to celebrate the his life so uh yeah i'm pretty sure his legacy is gonna live on a lot longer than mine is so uh, my shelf life is gonna be about 18 minutes after i go everyone will <laughs> be like all right who's next <laughs> i'm just glad you don't have an album cover of you stabbing yourself with the mic stand or something you know <laughs> no well I, you know the good thing i pick comedy because it's it's very uh i never my dad worked with his hands his whole life he climbed telephone poles and uh, worked with electricity and everything. And I wanted to find as far opposite of that as I could because, uh, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to chip a nail or anything when I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> sure. The idea to do a show for a select number of fans at a secret location, what inspired the idea, and was the intention always to record and make an album of it? Yeah, none of the comedy clubs in L.A. would book me, so that's how it started. 
Um, no, I, <laughs> I was going to say, I wait, what? <laughs> I could have done it in a, in a comedy club, but I like to do my records in weird places. So a friend of mine owns a speakeasy in L.A., and I was coming off the Megadeth cruise. And um, we docked on a Friday, and that night I, you know, did two shows and, you know, taped both of them. And we made the album Denim and Laughter, and, we, you know, we had to make a Facebook event. And, and we said we'd email everybody the morning of the show to give them the address because it's literally an illegal club. So, you know, we don't want to give out the address because... You know, we didn't want to be raided, you know, during the taping. Actually, that could have turned out really awesome if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, it could have been like a good ending to the album to be dragged out in handcuffs or something, you know, by the, <laughs> by the LAPD. That kind of would have been fun. Oh, God. You know, as I started listening, I noticed the titles of each of the album's tracks, and it looked like you had every bit as much fun titling these as you probably did performing them. <laughs> right. Well, you know, because, it, it, you know, back in the day, Andy, you and I, when we, we bought out, Albums, you know what I mean? Like we bought the whole album. Now everybody cherry picks. Okay, I want this song. I want this comedy bit or whatever. So you have to make all the bits look funny. So you know, I see Tea Tree Shampoo and Adam Levine's nipples. I'm downloading <laughs> that track immediately. Right. <laughs> I, you know, Chevy Sativa, a Yankee Candle, Stonehenge kind of sounds like the rundown of what my clueless ass bought my wife last Christmas. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat with you on that kind of stuff. But yeah, I love I love doing making the titles when the record's done because, like I said, it's a lot of fun. And I see which one people download. Um, you know, when I get a statement, and it's always the ones with the with the funniest titles that, that people pick up on. The album is available digitally for sure. I know it's not the most cost effective method these days, but do you have any plans to put this on vinyl at all? Well, yeah, so I'll have I have physical CDs that I'll sell at my comedy gig. So when people come out to see me live, I'll have them. And yes, uh, in a couple of months, I will have this out on vinyl. Um, I found a place that would do a limited run. And look, man, it's just for me, to be honest. I mean, I just want an album out on vinyl. Um, it's, that's a dream come true for me. So, you know, if I sell five of them and I have 495 in my living room, that's fine with me. Well, I'm going to keep an eye on it because I'm buying one for sure. I still collect these things. So, yeah, I've been, I've bought nothing but vinyl the last 10 years. I, you know, I don't have, you know, too many vices anymore, Andy. You know, I don't, uh, you know, I don't do drugs, and I don't gamble, and, uh, you know, I don't go to Happy Ending Massage Parlors or Robert Kraft from the Patriots, so <laughs> I spend my money on vinyl. <laughs> Denim and Laughter is Don Jameson's fourth comedy album, available now. One of the reasons you and I reconnected was a petition I happened to sign in support of bringing back that metal show, which I'm fully aware is mostly a matter of opportunity versus desire. But without giving anything away from the new album, there's a part where you discuss some of the outrageous things that are becoming massive hits on television and elsewhere these days. One you did not mention, but I'm sure you've noticed, are the eating challenges. Maybe we get the cast of that metal show to eat insanely hot chicken wings or something while trying to carry on a conversation about uh, your top five hottest album covers or something. Right. Hey, listen, I, I said on the album, you know, Marie Kondo's a big hit. We'll, the three of us will learn Japanese, and we'll come to your house and clean it, and we'll talk about Black Sabbath for an hour. Whatever we got to do to get back on, Andy. I, you know, would, how about naked, that metal show, Naked and Afraid? There you have it. There you have it. A YouTube hit. Soon to come to YouTube. <laughs> I love it. I was also happy to hear you cover the now infamous roast of Corey Taylor as part of this set, Don. Yeah, well, that was, um, you know, that was a really fun one. I've been writing for roasts for years. 
and this was a great combination of you know rockers and comedians. And you know there was a little incident there where um, the roadmaster didn't like some of my jokes, I guess. And um, yeah, next thing you know, I'm, I'm being uh, I'm having a hot coffee flung at me from uh, none other than Sebastian Bach, uh, former Skid Row singer. And um, you know, I, listen, I you know at least. Um, at least it was a hazelnut, so I smelled nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at least we know Sebastian drinks uh, good-smelling coffee. Gotta love that. I think I read somewhere you recently contributed to a new book that was published not long ago. Is that right? Um, you know, I, I did a couple things. Yeah, I contributed to a, um, actually a book, you know, taking a f- full circle of Bon Scott from ACDC. That's what it was. Um, just giving my take on that, and um, that author, Greg Prado, has a bunch of cool rock and roll book so yeah man it, it's funny I, you know i'm i'm the, the comic that everybody interviews about rock stuff and I, I love having a foot in both worlds you know the people who know me from the nightclubs the comedy clubs stuff like that um you know they followed me you know in the 20 plus years i've been doing this but i also have this rock audience um through so doing that metal show and now as you know, going on tour and opening for rock bands, you know, was, you know, I saw you this summer, you know, over at um, the venue when we played over there with Zach Wilde. So I've been doing that probably half the year as well, which is a lot of fun. Remaining on the subject of ACDC here, I'm sure you've heard about D. Snyder's crusade to get them on the Super Bowl halftime show. Do you think hard rock and heavy metal will ever see that stage again? Yeah, I think so, because I think there's still bands that kind of transcend that label, you know, so, so, I mean, D really picked the best band to kind of campaign for, which is ACDC, because, you know, every, ACDC is like Elvis, you know, eight-year-olds to 80 know who ACDC are, so, you know, they're a pretty safe one to go with, um, yeah, I hope they get it done, man, but, you know, the last decade, you know, the, the, the Super Bowl halftime show, and believe me, you know, the, the, the Adam Levine one with the nipples, that, that's traumatized me for like <laughs> years to come. Um, and now the, now the Super Bowl halftime show really is just to, you know, get another drink, get some food, you know, uh, to, you know, drop a number two, whatever you got to do, and then come back to the game. But, yeah, it would be great if we could, you know, because Kiss did it about 10 years ago. And, then, you know, that's a halftime show. Yep. And, you you know, the unfortunate thing, of course, is that, well, I shouldn't say unfortunate because, you know, these heritage bands are bands we love and we grew up with. But there's so many like newer bands that might even do well on a stage like that, don't you think? Yeah. And then, listen, don't get me wrong, Shakira and J-Lo, I, I was, uh, you know, I masturbated three times, <laughs> but, you know, that was fine. But you know, I, I want, yes, we, we need a rock band up there and especially 2020. And, you know, going into 2021 for the Super Bowl, this is the year of the rock reunions. You got Rage Against the Machine coming back. You got Motley Crue coming back. You got the Black Crows coming back. My Chemical Romance. All these bands are coming back. So, you know, let's get one of these guys on there. Imagine Rage Against the Machine playing the Super Bowl halftime show. The whole stadium would be moshing. It might be as close to Armageddon as we've ever seen at the Super Bowl. That's uh... Yes, we want full anarchy or nothing, Andy. <laughs> That's right. Before I let you go, Don, I want to make sure and mention I'm a big fan of your podcast. That Jameson show is a great listen. And, you know, coming from an interview guy myself, your conversational style combined with your unique brand of humor always makes for great content. Well, dude, I appreciate that. Yeah, we I found a little home um, over on compoundmedia.com. And so it's also a video cast, too, so people can... Uh, 
check it out. We have set and everything. I had Ross the boss in from uh, Manowar today, and, and yeah, thanks. I, I think you know with my interviewing because most of my years of interviewing people were with two other dudes, so. I just find it like, yeah, let's just sit down and start chatting and see where this goes. I've been a fan of this music since I'm 11 years old. So if I can't sit down with any of these great rock people and have a conversation, you know, they're probably in the wrong job. I imagine you probably still do have those moments like I do sometimes when you sit across from somebody and you feel kind of out of body. Like, is this really happening? Well, listen, when I was a teenager listening to Ozzy Osbourne, No Rest for the Wicked, I never thought, you know, 35 years later, I'd be sitting on a tour bus drinking coffee with Zach Wilde and opening his shows for him. So uh, it's amazing, man. God bless comedy, and uh, they're a perfect combination, like Courtney Love and Crazy. <laughs> What's in the pipeline for 2020? Anything you're particularly excited about upcoming? Yeah, I'm actually going to perform in the U.K. and Europe for the first time. Uh, which would be interesting because, you know, my jokes barely work here, so uh, maybe they (laughs) actually work better if you jump over the pond. (laughs) I might be like, uh, you know, I might be the new Jerry Lewis in France. You never know. I'm hoping to, you know, find out and, you know, see how my American jokes work over there in Germany and France and Belgium and the Netherlands and Scotland and the UK. So that, that should be a lot of fun. You might be channeling your your inner Clark Griswold. You might have to bring one of those uh, pocket translators with you. Some of the <laughs> language coming out of those mouths. I don't know. I, I think that's English, maybe. <laughs> I think if, you just, if I just say mother after a lot, yes. um, I'll, be, I'll be able to get by. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Denim and Laughter is the new album from rock and roll comedian Don Jameson. I always appreciate you taking the time for me. I love talking tunes with you, and I always look forward to our next visit. Uh, and you as well, Andy. Thanks for all the support over the years, man. It's, it's truly appreciated.